Welcome to the High Profit Event Show. My name is Rudy Rodriguez, founder of the Virtual Event Sales Team and Wingman Coaching Worldwide. We provide world-class sales support services with integrity. And on this podcast, we interview successful event leaders and service providers that have led or supported profitable events online and off. Each episode will run for about 20 to 30 minutes, so stay tuned. I'm Allison Armstrong, and I'm going to be speaking to delivering on an event from its design to its fulfillment with integrity. Hi, and welcome to today's episode. We have a really special guest, uh, Miss Allison Armstrong, and she's going to be sharing on how to fulfill in the promise of an event with integrity. And I know many of you probably recognize her name, but for those of you who do not, uh, Allison um, has been in the transformational event industry for uh, over two decades uh, and really been studying human behavior since 1999 uh, with her decision to study men. Uh, her brand is Understanding Men, as well as uh, has a series of other books and courses uh, that she's been doing um, with over 100 hours of online training that are available at AllisonArmstrong.com. Uh, Allison, you are a sought-after speaker and thought leader amongst people with a desire to live empowered lives. Uh, welcome to the show, ma'am. Thank you. Yes, and uh, I I, I want to open up by asking you uh, a beautiful question that you taught me to ask is, uh, Allison, how are you being today? How are you being? Um, Cindy Sawatsky actually taught that to me just moments before we started the course together. And I'm being happy to be with you and and privileged to talk about this topic. It's It's dear to my heart. It's definitely an expression of my highest values. And um, yeah, really glad to get to articulate. Beautiful. And I am being uh, grateful and excited to uh, have you on board. Uh, I've actually uh, imagined you as a guest on our show for over a year now and finally we get to bring, turn that yes into a reality. <laughs> Yay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, Allison, you know, I know you have a lot to share with us in the time that we have. Um, I would love to just turn over to you to maybe share a little bit about uh, maybe your your background story that eventually led you into the education industry and and then doing events and then really turn over to you to share on the show topic. Wow. Um, well, I was 19 when I was introduced to the world of transformation and took to it like a a duck to water <laughs> and um, began designing and, and teaching transformational programs when I was 21 and started training other people to do it as a, as a follow-up to a program that my boss had created that was awesome. And uh, when I started studying men in 1991, the things that I was learning, the things that I was seeing, the way that I was being transformed by committing to finding out what was I doing that was bringing out the worst in men, I couldn't not share it with people. I mean, what I learned was so contrary to how I'd been raised and what I'd been told and, you know, what you see in any sitcom um, and, and who men started 
being, <laughs> how they started being around me was unthinkable. Um, I, I was astonished at the level of support and affinity and play and friendship and um, being protected, being feeling protected by men and men wanting to provide for me. All of that was new. And I didn't know I'd been preventing it, by the way, I'd been relating to you guys, that I was, I was attacking preemptively, which of course put men back on their heels to protect themselves from me. And that blocked all the providing they might've wanted to do before that moment. And um, I didn't intend to have an event company. I, I kept studying and studying, studying and studying and realized I wanted to write a book but that I didn't know how to write the book. And my interactions with women one, one at a time weren't gonna produce the ability to write the book. So I said to my best friend, I think I need to do a workshop to learn how to teach this. And so she signed up to do that with me. And it's pretty funny, Rudy. We, we did our first workshop and I'm still this way. I won't schedule the second time of a workshop until I'm happy with the first time. So when people say, when are you going to do it again? Like the event in October, when you do it again? I don't know. I have to love it first. <laughs> and um, so we did our first one and then we loved it. And so we made a business plan whereby a year or two later, we wanted to start venturing out of California. And three months later, we did a workshop in Wisconsin, a month after that in Utah. <laughs> It, it just kept people like had sisters in other states. Oh my God, you have to do this. And that was the beginning of how people have always referred to us, which is they rave. That is the number one word people say about what we do is they rave about it. And that's why I'm excited to share this. Like, how do you end up with people raving? I can tell you how you do that. And um yeah, so we're 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 unusual, you know. We've existed since 1995, so we're in like less than one percent of businesses that have survived, let alone a depression, a recession, and COVID. Um, we have graduates all over the world. Um, we successfully transitioned from live workshops to online in 2017. I've never been ahead of the curve. <laughs> Ever. I've never been ahead of the eight ball, but we were when COVID hit. Um, and, and I've even been able to figure out how to do things online better than we did live. And, and I now only do live where live in-person interaction between the participants is required to produce the results. I, I don't do it just because people prefer live workshops. If they're not a better structure for delivering results, I won't do it. But just part of the integrity. Wow, thank you for sharing that. There's so so much in just that brief sharing that you, you put out there. And uh, one of my takeaways here is um, one, the focus on how to create raving fans. Uh, so many people talk about that. There's so many books on the topic, but you've done it clearly since 1995. And that's how I learned about you was through a raving fan. <laughs> right? yes. 
That's true. When you talk about when, when I say your name amongst people that heard your, your name before or done your work, I see them light up and they're like, oh my God, her stuff is so good. <laughs> it's saved by marriage or, you know, it's typically not like, oh, I've heard of her. No, it's like, oh, I know her stuff. It's remarkable, you know, like, so yeah, you've definitely done that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. So should I dive in? Yeah, and you mentioned uh, the the idea of integrity. So I'd be curious just to hear from, from your perspective how you define it, and then you share whatever there is to share with us about it. Oh boy, in less than a day. Um, yes. <laughs> so integrity, I would say, um, there's all these different expressions of it. Um, integrity ha has to do with structure. Is something structurally sound? Is it sustainable? Um, is it true to itself? Uh, is it designed to fulfill in every way? Um, so we'll, we'll talk about promo copy and stuff like that. Um, and even like, what I, I didn't discover, right? We, we started in 1995. It wasn't until early 2013 when I found out every um, of the work, we did almost entirely live events and 92% of them lost money. And 2% <laughs> and of them made a profit and in between we broke even. And I didn't know that because I wasn't tracking that. And and we got sucked into that since we had a curriculum that built on itself that this we had a, a <laughs> the term loss leader right like it's fine to do a loss leader when you mean to do a loss leader we didn't mean to do loss leaders <laughs> but we would commit to having a program without saying you know this isn't green lighted yet until it has this many people. So we would commit. So we do programs that we lost money on, but hopefully it would be worth it because of what other people signed up for in the future. But we need that money to produce that program, right? We also, we also, if somebody didn't show up, we kept their money on account indefinitely. But we had spent money to produce that event for them to be there and now they're going to take a seat in another event but they're not going to pay more money and there's not unlimited space and so even integrity in our you know cancellation policies and money back guarantees or not which I'll talk about and like part of the sustainability of a program is is its profitability and I grew up a nonprofit so I thought making a profit was bad no, making a profit is how you have a future, right? It's the worth it calculation that men know so well. If you just barely come out ahead, you have nothing for emergencies. You have nothing to build on. You, you don't ever get anywhere. So pricing something well, um, including pricing it not what you think people can pay, but what you know you can deliver the value on. That, that people will say, like you witnessed, you know, last week, I got, on the first day, I got 10 times my money's worth. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Um, 
So integrity, it, it, it's everything. Does everything add up to a whole? There isn't anything that has it go tilt or is incongruent or inconsistent or someone would say, but you said it and you didn't deliver. How are you about that? Good enough for now? That was remarkable. <laughs> I'm going to go read that transcript. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes, please please continue. I'm going to go off camera just for a moment, but uh, please continue. Okay. Well, I, I will say another part of integrity is that so much of what we provide when you're producing an event or leading an event can only be provided by the participant doing their part. And it took me a long time to learn that me doing my part when the other side wasn't doing their part, that wasn't integrity. I, I was keeping my word no matter what. No, that's not integrity. It's not sustainable. That what would be an integrity is when they stop, I stop. And yeah, that was that was another big lesson. Um, okay, can I start at the top? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, so you know I'm an engineer, right? So form follows function. I think from design. Um, so I always start with picturing we're at the end of the event. What have people learned? What have people healed? What have, what's been illuminated? Um, what skill have they had a chance to learn and practice? And what, how would they describe the experience, right? What did it feel like for them? And, um, so I started at the end. What are they going to walk away with? And I um, write all that down. <laughs> and, and then I think about a picture providing that, and I picture who's in the room. So who is this for? What will be their part? What will they need to come for? Like, we never call them seminars. We always called them workshops because <laughs> you will work and you know you know from being at the Pax World Tour right you had to work and um so so think of your your customer and this was another part where integrity came in and we learned the hard way like did anybody ever learn the easy way <laughs> um, I don't think we even noticed when we learned an easy way and um but we in promoting our events, we we wanted to help everybody, right? Men and women are so messed up with each other. We wanted to help everybody. And so we we cast this really set, you know, wide net. And and then people started talking about what's your target market? And our target was, you know, like the side of a barn. And and then someone introduced us to but what's your bullseye? And then I got to look at, okay, for what I'm going to deliver from the front of the room, really, who's the perfect person, right? What are they looking for? How important is it to them? What are they willing to do, even if it's uncomfortable? What are, right? What are they focused on? What are they intent about? Um, and, and that became very important. And so like in our web copy, 
if you are, <laughs> right? We'll actually say who it's for, if, if you are, and we'll spell out bullets. And it doesn't mean they have to be all of it, right? Unless we say, if you're all of this, <laughs> right? If you're any of this. Um, and then, uh, so thinking about the, the result, thinking about the for whom, and then starting to think about after that, okay, so what's it going to require? So like, we don't book event space based on we want to have an event at a certain time. It's the event space based upon the results I intend to produce for the people I'm encouraging to be there. Then what do I need? And um, sometimes like a theater, for example, is more suited to the purpose than a huge room, right? Um, for October, we have a huge room. <laughs> Um, and then, and then there's, um, to me, it's this interplay of I'm designing it to produce the results. And I, I think of it as being pregnant. Am I pregnant with it? It's, it, it, I'm cogitating. I'm, there are things I'm clear about and not clear about. Um, but that. I have to have an, a certain amount of clarity to start producing like copy for a web page and copy for a promotion. And I don't ever promise beyond what I'm clear about. So like you got the save the date last week. You promised nothing. <laughs> right? Um, Allison live, save the date. Um, so it's going to be me. We promise that. But, you know, now I have to generate more because I, I know a lot of the content that I'm planning on doing, but I have to then articulate that in copy form. And, and some of that would be one of the things that we take into account is what people, what people are most likely to invest in. So some people are problem-oriented. So you have to express what you're doing in, in terms of what kind of problems are you going to solve. And some people are learning oriented. What will I learn? What will I know how to do? What will I, some people are growth oriented, right? What will I be able to be? So in the copy, whether it's a you know promotional email or a video you put up or you know a web page being able to express it so people can find what they're focused on. Um, and the most to the point you possibly can be. And this, by the way, keeps being interactive. So as I'm designing the program and articulating it, then as I'm doing my agenda with a timeline to deliver the program, I'm checking it back against what does the web page say and what did all the promotional emails say? Have I accounted for that so that I deliver everything I said I would? And I can be held to account to deliver um, what I said I would in those two places, which is why no promotional copy goes out without me looking at it. So the 
the person who drafts it, who's brilliant, and she's always checking the web to make sure it fits, but she might have just changed a word because she's very clever <laughs> and it's wonderful, but that word, I can't deliver on that word. So it has to be changed to what I mean. So I actually learned this from Alanis Morissette um, years ago when I was coaching her on something. I'm like, can't you delegate that? She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is who I am. It cannot be delegated. Um, oh, oh, promotional emails and web the web page, and then there's all the videos. They are who I am in the world. Of course, I'm going to control that that representation is accurate, has integrity. So never exaggerate, um, and. <laughs> Say as much as you can without having people think they entirely know what you're talking about and already know that. Because <laughs> if you say too much, they may think they already know that even when you know they already, they, they don't. Um, so it, it's interesting. Um, and, and so there's that. So can you get that thing where it's keeping checking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth? And um, even other parts of integrity of delivering an event are um, what kind of team do you need and what is their, what, how are they going to be? How are they going to approach things? Take your seats. <laughs> right? Don't move that chair. Right? So so you have to have principles. You have to you have to articulate the flavor of your environment, and then uphold it and train people to be that. And even fire volunteers because they 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 won't be incongruent. Well, this is just how I dress. I'm sorry, honey. Your breasts are beautiful, but the men aren't going to be able to concentrate. So <laughs> you're. You're going to have to cover them up, honey. <laughs> so we've had those conversations. Um, and <laughs> so all of those, all of those parts, right? And and even like like the seating and if, um, like I, we're not getting together if we're not going to interact and do exercises with each other. And we used to have our couples retreat, which is where the workbook you were working on came from, um, we create, since it was a couple's retreat, and it was called Partnership by Design, the, the, the couple sat in pairs. They sat in pairs and there was space between the pairs. And then when they needed to do an exercise where they would share in, intimate or confidential information, they wanted privacy, we called it the cone of music. So we would literally turn music up loud enough that they'd have to lean in and only they could hear each other. And so, I mean, that was a that was a production designed to fulfill an intention of the course. And when we worked on delicious sexual partnerships, we gave them all the assignments, let them leave the room, go wherever they want. We waited in the room. They could come back and ask questions if they got stuck. But go create as much physical space as you need, mental space, privacy, do whatever you need to go through these items, you know, that, as you know, chat.
<laughs> the eighth CD of Celebrating Partnership. So, and then there's this one more thing that I want to tell. And I, so it has to do with money back guarantees and it has to do with this thing that I do in order to protect the space. Um, because if we don't protect the space so that it's safe enough and on point enough, everybody pulling in the same direction, then you won't be able to produce results. And so one of the things we do is we, we're very upfront about what has a money-back guarantee, like all our entry-level courses have money-back guarantees, our online courses, but courses that, so people can try, they can just try it, even if they won't give it what it takes, but courses that are highly dependent upon what a participant puts into it, we don't give them money-back guarantee. And we state that. There's no money-back guarantee, <laughs> but this is too dependent upon your part. So we guarantee to provide our part, but we do not guarantee your results because that's going to be on you. And so we're very upfront of, about that. And it's and that's part of I think the the raving, do you know, is we we don't just blanket promise something. And then the other thing we've done since the very beginning, and I'll I'll do this in October, is one of my staff used to say, people don't read and people don't listen. And so even though we've put everything in writing, I maybe had an introductory webinar where I stated everything for the people who don't read, but they listen. Then the people who show up, I'll tell them the plan. I'll tell them what's required of them. And most of the time, Okay, be, I'll design it so that everything until the first lunch break, um, people can participate in and get value from, and they'll get a real sense of what we're doing here. And then we'll tell them, if this isn't for you, uh, turn in your name tag to that person at the beginning or the end of this break, and we'll give you your money back. And so we we can't give them their time back or their travel back. We're not going to do that, but we'll give them their money back for the course. And often that can be the impetus for the person who didn't really want to be there, but they didn't want to upset their spouse or their friend um, to go, you know, I, I know you treated me for this, but I don't want to waste your money because I this doesn't fit. I don't like her. <laughs> she talks funny. She's really bossy or picky or whatever people say about me with all my structure. Um, and then and then they leave, you know, and I'll even coach women who brought men to the Understanding Women course. You know, if you can't say no, we can't say yes. You you really gotta let him say no, or you'll never get a real yes. And then you'll think he just is a flake and not countable, but you've never given him a chance to say no. So, so we, so that protects the space. It has people, it'll have people leave the space who know they don't belong there. And then I'll keep protecting the space. And, and the course you did last week, there was someone in the course who didn't fit. And the decision was finally made after all these years. Um, no, this course is going to be by application. And there's only 12 spots. It's going to be by application. And, and it's not going to be an easy application to sort out people who aren't in the space. Do you know that 
that we're creating and the results and what the what it takes. Um, so that's the other thing I do. Anything that has really a small limited space and people have a huge effect on each other, that's going to be by application. Um, but I will let people go. If somebody's being incongruent, I'll say, we're letting you go. We'll give you all your money back. I, I could do that two hours before the end just to have, just to restore the space to what's needed for that part. Okay, that was the short version. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> I can't wait to find the long version. <laughs> oh, wait, there's one more part. There's one more part. And that is, because um, you asked me about this before we started recording. Um, we pay attention to what Michelle Skrull articulated um, that she paid attention to in horsemanship, and we call it a, a process of transformation. And so the, the first part we call, you know, revealing the source of the results you don't want <laughs> or the source of you not having the results you want, right? So, so what's the source of that? Which most people, uh, I call it false cause. Most people misidentify the source of their results, especially between men and women. Um, they misidentify it. And so they're solving a problem that isn't actually happening and they're not solving the problem that is happening. So we'll start with that, and then we'll offer new information, new understanding, new skills, new abilities, right? And, and then the third step is ensuring that that exists in an empowering context, because so many things that human beings learn in the transformation space can quickly be sucked into survival instincts. So it can go from empowerment to manipulation very fast. And so that's why I have the live interactions. Um, one of the reasons I have the live interactions with the people in our online courses, right? I spend eight and a half hours a month just ensuring the empowering context. And I won't just answer a person's question. I'll respond to the question and what's behind the question <laughs> because that often has to be corrected or they're never going to have the results they want. And then the last um, part is um, Michelle would call it a new good habit. And so like in our live workshops, even live online, we do exercises that use neuroscience to cause shifts very quickly. So you don't have to remember to do it for four years before it's a habit. We actually interrupt the neural pathway uh, that has you do it isn't working. And, and then you know this about me. I always try to articulate things in ways that are highly memorable. <laughs> and whether it's with a story or a term or something like that, um, or a or a surprise rug pull, you know, I've been known to do that. Um so we're so we pay attention to all that. And if there's something ongoing, like where people would want to come back and ask questions, like I'll I'll do that for the event in October. I'll make sure that there's some follow-up live interaction so that when I'm inside the three days and the timeline, and people always have more questions 
that don't need to be answered in person, right? So I'm not going to take everybody's time to answer that in person. It's not for everybody. Ask that on the call. Ask that on the call. So I, I create an overflow space. And I learned this the hard way, too, because I didn't have one. And then I realized, I need to talk to everybody. <laughs> so send out an email, you know, come on the phone. So just planning that in so it overflows. I'm going to do that with CORE for next year, by the way. Plan an overflow for every participant. And it that has you not ignoring people or being impatient with them, or, you know, or, or just like, you know, you got to pay more for that, which is something that really irks people, do you know, to have to pay more for. And sometimes we'll have a series of follow-ups that's 95 bucks, but you get it for free if you register for these things, because we know they build on each other. It's a, and again, part of the integrity with the next thing, we want them to have that. Allison, I love your engineering mind so much. <laughs> Which I'm going to go back and listen to this recording several times, and I recommend our <laughs> does the same. We're going to be sure to include links um, to the October event with this episode as well once we get that available to us. Um, and I acknowledge, you know, we're right at the top of the hour, and you have another interview to get to. Do you have any final comments for our audience as we wrap up? Yes, I would say integrity takes time. Um, interacting with other team members, um, welcome resistance, because it'll help clarify what matters and doesn't matter to people looking from different angles who see things that you don't. Um, and don't let somebody rush you. Like, we decided to do this event a year ago. <laughs> and... But I, so I've just been pregnant for a really long time because I'm going to have it, you know, like an elephant or something. So be willing to not schedule things right away until you, so you have enough space to get the clarity you need so that you can build the integrity in. And I would say integrity is inconvenient. It just is by its nature inconvenient, inconvenient thing to pay attention to. And so you got to, a muscle and it's like like in a smart singles program build the muscle to be true to yourself and 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 it starts back with that thing I was saying Rudy about who is this for and even discourage people from buying it and coming to it if you know they're not going to be in the boat room well, I just want to see what's available. I just want to observe. We've never let, I mean, the press has been trying to get into our workshop since the very beginning. Sorry, we don't have observers. You can sign up for it, transform their relationship with men, and then write about it. <laughs> observers, you know, this is proved in physics, right? Observers change the environment. Um, and they make it not safe. There are very few observers who contribute to the safety of something. That's a huge distinction. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, Allison, I love you and I thank you. I appreciate you for being a guest on our show today. And uh, I totally respect that you have another commitment to get to. So uh, for our audience, if you haven't already, go check out Allison, allisonarmstrong.com, get to our next event. 
consume all of our material as I have and many of my friends have as well. Allison, thank you for who you are in the world, who you're being today and always. I love you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the High Profit Event Show. If you are a seminar leader or thought leader or event service provider who has led or supported profitable, successful events to over 100 people and you've been effective at enrollment into your high-end coaching, education, mastermind type programs, we're looking for guests. Love to have you on the show. You can go to our website, virtualeventsalesteam.com, click on the podcast tab and submit an application to be on our show. Also, if you found the show to be valuable, share it with someone who you think might benefit from it. Take a moment, please leave a review and also subscribe if you haven't already. And lastly, if you have an upcoming uh, event, whether it be virtual or in person, and you'd like to have a conversation about how to fill your coaching, education, mastermind programs fast using events, you're welcome to book a complimentary 15-minute consult with either myself or a member of my team on our website virtualeventsalesteam.com. Again, this is Rudy Rodriguez, and congratulations on investing the time to listen to this episode. I hope it's been valuable. Have a great day.